Hello and welcome back to the IDC Tech Talk podcast. I'm your host, Miles Dawson, and today I'm very happy to welcome Maggie Slovic to the show. Hello, Maggie. Hi, Miles. Um, Maggie, thanks for coming to, on the show today. Uh, could you give our listeners a quick overview of your background and your coverage at IDC? Sure, Miles. Happy to. So I'm part of the IDC Manufacturing Insights team here in London, and I cover two streams of research. The first is operations technology. So we look at anything on the shop floor, including key manufacturing processes in a very granular way. And the second one is European digital transformation strategies. So we look at the adoption levels of DX technologies in the European market. But we also do a lot of research into talent within the manufacturing industry, which is currently a very hot and relevant topic. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you got in touch with us um, because you wanted to have a talk chat about the crisis in talent in the manufacturing industry. Why don't you give us a bit of an overview about that? Sure, Miles. I would like to cover the following topics today. So why manufacturing is facing a massive challenge in terms of recruitment and um, getting the right talent and why the industry now needs a different type of talent than ever before and what manufacturers should do to attract, maintain and nourish talent now and in the future. So that that first point sounds pretty interesting. Um, Why do we have a talent shortage and a talent problem at the moment in the manufacturing industry? Well, talent is an issue for a lot of companies today, and this is due to a massive demographical shift in the workforce. Baby boomers, as I'm sure you've heard, are retiring within the next five to 10 years. And this leaves us with a very big vacuum. A big population of highly skilled workforce is leaving. And the group that is most likely to fill this gap are the so-called millennials. So those born, roughly speaking, between the early 1980s and the late 1990s. And in fact, economic data suggests that sometime between 2025 and 2030, 75%, so three quarters of the global workforce will be millennials. And this will mean a tremendous loss of business intelligence and institutional knowledge that the baby boomers have accrued over all these decades. And who is to fill this gap in leadership positions? Well, obviously a much younger generation that has admittedly far less experience and as we will see in a bit, a different attitude to work. But the burning question is, are millennials ready for it? And perhaps the even bigger question is, are employers prepared to deal with this change? Well, as a millennial myself, I'd love to hear more about that. So what does that mean for the manufacturing industry in particular? Well, for manufacturing companies, this demographic shift represents a double challenge, in my opinion. First of all, young people are not naturally drawn to career in manufacturing or supply chain. Let's face it, jobs in these sectors suffer from a bad reputation caused by perception of low wages, redundancies and remote locations. And if we look at young graduates and job seekers, chances are that jobs in media and finance are higher on the radar than in manufacturing, right? By the way, just out of curiosity, I did a bit of research on Google Trends and it turns out that people are about four times more likely to be looking for a job in marketing or in finance or media in general compared to manufacturing. And that's really interesting. And this is, of course, also an indication that these types of jobs may not be on a young job seeker's radar in the first place. So there's a significant lack of awareness. The second challenge that manufacturing is facing at the moment is the explosion of digital technologies and innovation accelerators such as robotics, AI, 3D printing, augmented reality and virtual reality, you name it, 
um, which are currently disrupting every industry and in some cases even changing entire industries. Manufacturing and the shop floor in particular now need talent with data, math, engineering and IT skills to make the most of these technologies and to be able to analyze the data generated from all these smart technologies. In fact, IDC Manufacturing Insights recently predicted that by 2018, 50% of manufacturing companies will realize their need to hire technology-savvy and entrepreneurial shop floor workers. Now that's, that, that's interesting because I used to work for an organization that provided um, software and um, software and services to the manufacturing industry. And one of the things that I remember happening, particularly in the years uh, 2010 to 2011, was that the number of software developers working for big manufacturers, particularly defense manufacturers, overtook the number of traditional engineers. So all of a sudden, people working for the big defense manufacturers who were making fighter jets and submarines were employing more software developers than they were traditional people that built the actual items themselves. I know car manufacturers are the same. They have, um, you know, there's more technology on the software and, and software level that goes into a Nissan GTR than there is engines and wheels, which I find pretty fascinating. Well, I think uh, that's actually a really good point, Miles, that you're bringing up, because when we talk to vendors as well as end users, end users we often hear the um, the concern you know, from, from the shop floor worker, will I still have a job in the future with the boom of uh, digital technology? And actually, the way IDC looks at it is that, you know, it's going to be a boost. It's going to be a boost of um, of performance. Robotics will give um, at least in 60% of cases, we believe, will um, jobs receive a boost um, from, from these types of technologies. And also the, the boom of these, um, of, of these new technologies will create net new jobs. So I think um, the, uh, the, the concern of, of unemployment or robots taking away um, our jobs is, is not 100% justified. Absolutely. I think automation is one of those things that um, I think people have sort of crept up on people, particularly in the last few years, as um, as roles are sort of perceived as being automated out of the market. You're saying that's not necessarily happening then? Yeah. Well, that actually breaks me to uh, the next topic I was going to address, which are the millennials. I wanted to uh, take a quick look at this because, um, you know, we, we often... Um, I guess uh, generalize millennial, millennials in a certain way, and uh, you know when you look through uh, the headlines or HR sources, you see you see things such as um, millennials are self-obsessed, or they're addicted to smartphones, Facebook, and Instagram. Apparently, they are extremely impatient, and they want things to happen on their own terms. Um, and also, they are difficult to manage. But um, I would like to flip these negative um, stereotypes about millennials into something positive because. Um, let's face it, millennials are tech savvy. In fact, they are digital natives and they are really flexible and comfortable working with people across different locations. And they see gratification and purpose in their work and, and that's a really good trait to have. And I think these are some very important characteristics which employers all too often underestimate. So given all those points, do you have any recommendations for manufacturers as end users? Sure. So I think uh, I would recommend five action steps that can help uh, attract and retain the next generation talent for manufacturing. And these uh, these are specifically targeted towards uh, the end user, if you will. So uh, the first one would be advertise yourself. Um, what have you done lately in terms of uh, marketing 
manufacturing as an attractive career choice to young people. You may want to build partnerships with schools and universities to get more publicity and also consider offering internship and workplace opportunities. Then next, um, establish an early link to technology to prepare talent even before they're hired. It's worth investing in programs which deliver virtual experience on the job or even during study. And this will help future hires familiarize themselves with shop floor concepts and company culture in general. Number three, the answer is not always inside, as you might think. Companies often tend to look for talent outside, but the reality is that they could have high potentials in other lines of business. So by rotating talent from other lines of business and pairing them with a data scientist, for example, and coaching, of course, you can transfer knowledge and grow skills from within the company. And we also see a lot of companies in our vendor and end user community setting up academies to build up skills internally. You should also consider providing an opportunity to succeed. It's important to put young people on meaningful projects where they can succeed. There are stats from the HR world that show millennials expect a promotion within a year or two, just within a year or two. So you need to set the right expectations and show career growth potential. Finally, hire for attitude. While technical skills are extremely important, you may want to refresh your recruitment approach and perhaps consider hiring somebody with the right attitude who is willing to learn. Because technical skills can be taught, but soft skills like being a team player and a stakeholder influencer, they are not easy to train. So thank you for that. That's some great advice for the end user communities. How about our customers, the vendor community? Do you have any advice for them? Absolutely. According to IDC research, manufacturing companies are behind the industry with respect to having the right talent management solutions in place. But in today's transformation, where not only companies, jobs and technologies change, HR will also have to radically rethink its function, we think. The risk, if no action is taken, is that HR is overlooked, especially where new technologies such as cognitive analytics, artificial intelligence and robotic process automation can certainly automate most of the more transactional activities HR people perform. So our recommendation to the IT vendor community is to have a two-way dialogue with HR professionals within manufacturing companies to really get an understanding what their most pressing needs are and to explore avenues of support. Because in order to remain relevant in the organization, HR will have to actively become an enabler of business performance by supplying the right person with the right skills and at the right cost. And this is where the vendor community can certainly help, we think. Well, thank you very much, Maggie. That's some fantastic insight there. Are there any other opportunities for our customers to hear more insight from yourself and the manufacturing team? Absolutely. So as mentioned before, it's, it's a really big topic for us at the moment. And uh, my colleague Lorenzo Veronese uh, and myself will be running a webinar in early July on the 6th of July, uh, to be exact, um, on the topic of robotics and uh, specifically affecting talent in manufacturing. We will be looking uh, in which areas of manufacturing robotics are currently deployed. We'll be looking at use cases, uh, looking at where things are going well and not going so well and um, identify best practices. 
And uh, just to let you know, the webinar will be recorded. So if you're listening past the 6th of July, um, you'll be able to find the link in the description of the podcast. We'll put the link in there so you can still find it. So thank you very much, Maggie, and thank you for all for listening. Please join us next time. We'll be discussing another topic affecting the IT industry. In the meantime, if you'd like to learn more about this topic and more, feel free to follow us on the Twitter. That's at IDC underscore EMEA. You can also follow Maggie, Maggie on Twitter. I am at Maggie Slovic. It's just one word, capital M, capital S. Fantastic. And you can also find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Just search us there under IDC. Thank you all very much, and see you next time. Thank you very much for having me, Miles. Have a good day. Bye-bye.